Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. This episode of Filthy Casuals is brought to you by Harry's. Go to harrys.com slash filthy casuals to get $5 off an order today. And don't forget, if you live in Sydney, you can come and see us do a live Filthy Casuals episode recording with a Mario Kart tournament that you can compete in after the show, commentated by us. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have some special guests. It's happening Saturday, December the 16th at Cake Wines in Sydney. You can find all your tickets and all that information at filthycasuals.com.au. We'd love to see you there. Morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games. It's hosted by three very kind and knowledgeable boys. You got one of them in your ear holes right now. That's right. It's me, Tommy Dasolo. You've also got Ben Vanell. It's episode 110, and my name is Ben. <laughs> is that why you've been doing that for the last few weeks? Because you realised 10 rhymed with Ben. I wish I could say that, but no, it's just a happy accident. Uh, You're giving him a lot of credit there, and it's not even that impressive, even if it was true. (laughs) What a terrible long game to be playing. Mm -hmm. My name's Adam Knox, it's episode 100 and Fox, and my name's Adam. (laughs) So there's never going to be an episode that rhymes with your name? Um... Unless we do enough episodes that they have to invent a new number, which isn't how numbers work, because they always end in either in something pretty predictable. Right? Isn't there a number called Googleplex? Yeah, I th- but I think that's more of like a concept than a number. Look, as a mathematician, <laughs> yes. I can tell you three things. Yeah. One, I don't know maths. Two, I repeat old jokes about maths. And we're done. <laughs> <laughs> but even if we did record enough episodes to get to Googleplex, yes. that doesn't rhyme with any of our names. So I have no oh, no, 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 no. I'm assuming that by that time he's changed his name to Adam next. <laughs> Why wouldn't I just change my name to Adam Levins and then do it next week? By marrying horny Nox. dad Andrew Levin. Nox, yeah. that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> what would you rather do, marry him or be adopted by him? Um, uh, prob- he seems like a good dad. I'd be he adopted. Seems like a, yeah, yeah, he seems like a really good dad. Yeah. yeah. And an awful fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Too horny. That, oh. that could be a good hook for our live show in Sydney, a, a wedding ceremony between you and Andrew Levin. Oh, yes. It's all based around you having a name that will eventually... Rhyme with a number of episode of this show. Yep. Yeah, but we, can, we can have one of those tacky and look. Sorry if you've done one of these, but one of those tacky video game weddings where it's like it's Mario and Peach on the cake. I've got oh, a feeling great. that our listenership might have had one of those. And look, if you did, your marriage is probably fine, but it started off on the wrong foot. <laughs> <laughs> Any kind of themed wedding where it's like, yeah, like 
the people up there are happy, but just really off-putting to everyone else yeah. there. Yeah. Well, I feel like I just I think it's probably wrong to ever have something about your personality that defines you enough that if somebody put that thing as your wedding theme, you'd be like, "That's them." Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Broaden your horizons. Yeah. That that kind of like that's having a shot at relationships because that's. <laughs> Well, you're no, saying that that defines you so much that you're going to have a big party about it. Um, no. It's codependent, mate. That's why I'm single now. <laughs> <laughs> I I got to say I'm 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 yet to go to a wedding where there's a, a pop song being played mm. as the bride walks down the aisle where I, I go, go yeah, and nail this. Yeah, right. yeah. Like it's always something where I go, "Oh boy, this." <laughs> yeah. And especially I went to one recently where it was being played out of just like just the worst speak it imaginable. It yeah. was like a, a fucking 60 kilobyte MP3. Oh, no. It was all like the bass was all like bottoming out. It just sounded bad. Really, really bad stuff. <laughs> and I hope that the marriage doesn't work out as a result of that. If you're putting that little commitment into the song, it yeah. just says to me that there's not a lot of dedication here. Yeah. Well... I don't care. <laughs> uh, so, what have we got today? What have we got to talk about? There was so much, so much video game stuff going on. When you um, come into the end of the year, that's when really things start to kick <laughs> off. That's right. When December you're at work, is <laughs> everyone around you is really putting in a hundred percent effort. No mm-hmm. one's half-assing it, and neither are we. <laughs> yeah. So, Xenoblade is out at the end of the week, and then that is that pretty much it for. Like big new releases um, this year? We're almost definitely <sighs> skipping something that that, but I can't think of anything that I'm personally like. Probably a few about. Yeah. sneaking in yeah. there. I mean, it got announced that um, today that Ukulele is coming out on the Switch on December fourteenth. Right. Which, cool. That game who, sucked. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. 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 Just weird. Like it took them so long that there is just no hype for that whatsoever. Oh, you know what? There is um, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Moon. That's right. And yeah. is there not is there something else on the 3DS? I feel uh, like there's. I'm I'm oh, looking up. You no, know, you know what there is. Yeah. There's that Mario Party game that's oh, yeah. just all the mini games, and that comes out on December 22. Right, and that's is, 3DS. Yeah. 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 That's a bizarre timing choice. Yeah. Like, and it's a bizarre that's too platform. late to be a mm. Christmas gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's also like you can't. You're not going to play it at Christmas because it's on a handheld console. Chuck it on the Switch, have a party. Man. A Mario party. <laughs> Wait a minute, sucks. I've got an idea for a game. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks that that's not on the Switch. The 22nd yeah. of December is a very late. Like, that could lead to a good sort of a jingle all the way type movie mm. where the kid really wants Mario Party, but it comes out that late. Yeah. They leave it a bit to go get it, so then they have to track it down. It'd be a really short movie, though, because Arnie would go to the shop and there'd be like 50 copies of it <laughs> just sitting there, and like, all right, I'll take this one. Oh, he went for it. He did the voice. He had a crack. <laughs> yes. Um, There's yeah. that HD version of uh, Akami. Oh yeah, right. Uh, that right. game I never played and is meant to be good. Yeah, yeah same, same. Yeah. Yeah. When's that out? Uh, the fifteenth or the twelfth? You have to guess. Which is it? <laughs> it's the twelfth. Okay. That's yeah. Great. I'm excited for that. The twelfth day of Christmas. Yeah. My true love said to me. Bye. <laughs> um, there was a story. This hasn't been confirmed, but there's been a story going around this week that uh, Nintendo possibly in cahoots with Kellogg's. Did you see this? Oh, really? What? They're bringing back the fucking cereal box video game disc? No. Damn. <laughs> Whatever uh, no. this news is then is going to be so much more disappointing than... Yeah. There was a thing on an online inventory, I think, for Target in the States that had like an image of a Super Mario cereal. 
I don't know if it's been oh. verified or not, but um, oh, but nice. there's a thing on the box saying that there's that the box is in some way like it's amiibo compatible. Oh, what? what? So you're gonna get your fucking cereal box and unlock I don't know a a fucking Tony the Tiger costume in Mario Odyssey yeah. or something. I don't know. That's pretty cool. But it's a, yeah. it is a cool idea. Yeah. yeah, I kind of almost prefer that. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you guys, I I don't really eat. I, I'm pretty bad at the moment. I don't really eat breakfast. Neither do I. And when I do, it's just like, you know, muesli or something boring like that. Yeah, yeah. you, you it, can feel okay not eating Cocoa Pops every day. <laughs> I'll tell yes. you what, if Super Mario cereal comes out, oh. I'm going in. Oh, the sugar intake is yeah. going through the roof. You're getting diabetes, baby. Man, I'm gonna ha- <laughs> how can I not? Yeah. How can I not eat Super Fuck. Mario cereal every day? Fuck. Yeah. But it looks like, well, on this, oh, this is cool. Like on the, yeah, on the box, it's like, Mario's like eating a bowl of it and it's like they're little it looks like kind of you know those like little marshmallowy things that they have in some American mm. cereals. Mm. Yeah. It's like a little yellow one shaped like a question block. Oh cool. Okay. Little red one shaped like mushrooms. Fuck. That sounds cool. Yeah. yeah. I'll I'll give it a try. We should do it like an on air tasting. Oh very That'd good. That'd be good. Yeah. yeah. Is it just Mario or will they have like a bunch of other characters? Well too? this isn't confirmed yet. This is just one of those you know those things where like a retailer fucks up and accidentally yeah. puts it on their site before it's been announced. Which do you, do you reckon you just cop it hard from the company if you're, you know what I mean? Oh if you're God. the shop that accidentally like leaks something by putting it up early. Yeah. Do you reckon you get a call from Nintendo going, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. What are you, you doing yeah. down there, you idiots? Yeah. The, it's half the time it's, yeah, it's human error and they probably get fired. And the other half it's strategically leaked to generate interest. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, well, I, I don't mean, think, you wouldn't get fired, surely. I'd fire you if you did it. If, but it, it's just an accident. Well, you should be better. But what about my kids? It's Christmas. If, if, you ha- if you can't be trusted doing that, how can you be trusted driving a car? You've also lost your license. What are you? Why have you done that to me now as well? <laughs> What's this position you're in where you can just revoke people's licenses? Uh, boss of the world. Boss of, boss of the world. Yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah. Well, so yeah. then if you fire somebody, that's a death sentence. That's... Because you, yeah. you, they're not going to get rehired. <laughs> not by me. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Unless there's a coup. What was so? What was Knox's position under you at, at as boss of the world? Doggy, Doggy. style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, mate. You're back in. <laughs> you're the new president. <laughs> oh, this is really putting me into the Christmas spirit. I've got to say. Um, yeah. Anyway, that sounds cool. I'm fascinated. Yeah, I'm fascinated yeah. to know how the amiibo thing factors into it. It's, whether yeah. it's just a chip on the box, yeah. or whether there's like, are there like exclusive little toys in there? Yeah. That have oh, that'd be cool. Little that cereal really amiibos. Cool. Yeah, that'd be yeah. great. It's better fuck. than. The Who the fuck am I? <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. Little cereal amiibos. Fuck you. No, they wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. This is gross. <laughs> no, I'd be into it. I'd be really into it. I think it's a fun idea. Yeah, it's like it's it's better than the QR code. Totally, it's certainly yeah. better yeah. than that. Yeah, that's. Um, you were saying they're still big on the QR code in China. Uh, in Hong Kong, yes. Oh, in Hong Kong, and sorry. you, you too, big, Tommy. Yeah, yeah, they're big in Shanghai too. That's yeah. like everywhere I went. Uh, yeah, I saw heaps of people using the QR code. Yeah, yeah. The one place where it stuck. Yeah, yeah. Which I found interesting. Yeah, but yeah, because every like here, it was just like. You know, there was like a month where every yeah. gig poster that you saw on the street had yeah. a QR code, and we all went, nah, mate. Nah, nah, nah. And yeah. then they just kind of gave up. Nah. 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 I don't want to take my phone out and conveniently snap that. <laughs> Give me a long URL. <laughs> QR, more like F you, mate. Oh, well, they can't come back from that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, there's not really, though. Do kids not eat cereal anymore? 
I have no idea. Um, uh, like, what, I don't now, think you see... Why would that be the case? I don't see when I walk down the supermarket aisle mm-hmm. to beg for money. <laughs> I don't <laughs> see people... Uh, I, I don't see... Cereal boxes. I don't see I people. Mean. I see numbers. When I say people, I see potential. I, mean <laughs> I don't see like the gimmicky cereals that we used to have, now, where no, it was all crossovers <laughs> with movies. I, and Coco the monkey would be wearing yeah. Batman's helmet or whatever. I do will you say I, I do agree with that. I was actually thinking okay. that the other day that you don't. Yeah, I maybe it's just that I'm not looking out for it because yeah. you're not being targeted to in the same way. Yeah, but I can't remember seeing like a current like getting the days of getting stuff in the cereal box at least in this country yeah seem to be not yeah. really a thing anymore right i right, think right. kids don't give a shit about physical objects anymore they're all digital <laughs> right they've they're all yeah. on ipads yeah because yeah. like I, when we were kids yes the like I, the one i remember off the top of my head is kfc when godzilla came out oh yeah. matthew broderick one they had those little godzilla puppets and yep. they were fucking that's incredible right. yeah. yeah and yeah. you push the button in it and go Right. I, I recorded. <laughs> I do remember like wanting to go to Macca's to get a specific Happy Meal, to mm. get a specific toy. Yeah, I, yeah, I do recall doing that. And I don't feel Funny like you, you see mentioned. that advertising in McDonald's and stuff anymore for those tie-ins. Well, yeah. So funny you mentioned because I was in a McDonald's on the weekend. Yes. And currently the Happy Meal toy. Our old friend Super Mario. Yes, that's the one time yeah. I've actually noticed it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. even mm. that, it's just like it was just this kind of tiny little thing. On the menu, yeah. and I remember that you know it used to be you'd walk in and there'd be a big poster everywhere. Yeah. It didn't even show you like what all the different toys are. Maybe yeah. It literally just said Super Mario's in the Happy Meal. Like, it used to no description. It of, used to have like every the, week. The, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. which week it, it was, it have the big tick on it or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Maybe kids are less consumerist now. Maybe that's been the change. I guess, a bunch I guess of fucking commies coming out. I oh. guess they've, they've probably like just gotten heat from like enough heat from parents and, and yeah, consumer watchdog groups where it's like yeah. you can't do this anymore because it's such a pain in the ass going in there with kids. It's anymore. unhealthy. Yeah. Yeah. You can't target that, it at kids. That, it was, yeah. they've, they, they've shifted to loot boxes. Yes. Yeah. I guess. Well, yeah. you know what my favourites were? Mm. The KFC where you, they would do the Looney Tunes mugs. Do you remember them? Oh, uh, yes. Like the really detailed, like... And kind, kind of, of thick plastic-y. plastic, yeah. Yeah, and they were just like a head. Yeah. So it's like you're drinking out of Elmer Fudd's skull. Yes. I never re- I love never them. loved those. I loved the... used to get um, Nutella in a glass uh, thing that yes. was actually a glass. It turned, like it became a drinking glass. That's and right, And there were yeah. Looney Tunes and uh, Marvel and DC yeah. heroes, I think. And they had Simpsons ones at one yeah. time. Yeah, oh, yeah, Those little yeah. fucking Dragon Ball Z tokens that were in chips... Oh, yeah. And they'd always be a little bit greasy because they'd been sitting <laughs> in the chips. Yeah, that yeah. was always unfortunate. Yeah. Tarzos, I had a lot of Tarzos. Oh, Tarzos, so yeah. good. Um, that really was the golden age of food and and culture tie-ins. Yeah. Well, guess what? It's it's coming back. Super the nineteen nineties, the golden age of culture. <laughs> <laughs> Friends, uh, Fraser, what do you want? Nineties kids will get this. <laughs> <laughs> Feel old yet? Um, yeah. Anyway, excited about that. Also, well, the other thing is, who knows this cereal? Who knows if we'll even get it here? We I certainly we won't. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, a listener can send it to us. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Well, hopefully, we can go to one of those like American food importers and pay $87 for a box (laughs) of it. There's people that you see shopping at those things where it's like, there's a brand of this here that is the same thing for a quarter of the price. I've got got a feeling that a friend of the show, Webby, does that. I think he's a a big fan of that kind of stuff. Tech Guru Guru Webby? Yes. Like Reese's Peanut Butter Cups they don't have here. Reese's Bloody Peanut Butter Cups. (laughs) Yes, they do. 
Do they? Reese's peanut butter cunts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I went to I went to one of those places once because I was with a friend and we were just driving past it. And we're like, oh, let's go in. It's like one yeah. of those big supermarkets, just all American stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you know, so you go, oh, cool. Well, I can get this candy. That's great. But then I saw a family that all had American accents and they had like a huge trolley. And it was just full of stuff. Like they were just doing their weekly wow. shopping here. They're just getting like peanut butter. Yeah, and yeah. Just all the day to day stuff. It's like, okay, <laughs> this is extreme. Your essentials peanut butter, <laughs> bog roll. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, this must cost you a fort. Like, yeah. let go, mate. Yeah. Assimilate. Love it or leave it. <laughs> uh, um, speaking of that uh, thing of uh, Target or whatever, I don't know if you specifically said Target. What? Putting I, up. I putting said. Up. I said targeting no, children earlier uh, 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 the putting about up, you putting up the release dates earlier. That stuff when like a target or oh, retailer does yeah, that. Yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, thing. Speaking yeah. of Al Qaeda, guys, I've got some thoughts on the West that I'd like to air if that's okay with you. The uh, the uh, there was a leak. I don't know if it was through that, but Devil May Cry Five. Oh yeah, there was some information about that came out this week. That's some news. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I don't what know what kind if, of cereal is that going to be. Uh, <laughs> it's an extremely fast paced. Cereal, it oh, yes. pours out of the box very quickly, and right. you got a—it's very tight control. What if this is like you know how economy yeah. got out of making games and just make pachinko machines now? <laughs> yes. What if this is the first step to Nintendo just becoming a full-time cereal company? Oh man! <laughs> like oh. they just—it's like the Switch has been a success. Let's just get out the, at the peak of our powers. Let's only, get out. Let's not be forced out. They only release four different kinds of cereal, and they say they'll release more over mm-hmm. the course of the year. Yeah. Just all their directs, all the Nintendo directs <laughs> yeah. from now on, are just about fucking different brands of toast they're going to bring out in twenty nineteen. A lot of their cereal, like pretty stale. This is like cereal that I would have. There's eaten a Mario in cereal, a Zelda cereal, <laughs> and maybe a Mario Kart one. Uh, but this Devil- is all stuff about Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> this is very good. The Devil May Cry. I don't, have either of you ever played any of these? Devil May Cry games. No, I've not. No. So DMC. Yeah. Well, that was so they w- did four of them and then kind of rebooted it right. as that DMC one, which was uh, a, a different thing. Was that the one that was kind of? Or they all kind of like that kind of God of War three D kind of beat 'em up hack and slash kind yeah, of thing. Like yeah, shooting and swords right. action type uh, thing. Right, right, right. Um, say Devil May Cry five. Devil May Cry. We're five games in and we still don't have a definitive answer on whether or not the devil will cry. I mean, come on. Get your shit together. Final Fantasy. I mean, what the fuck are you doing? Dean. <laughs> Donkey oh. Kong. He's not even a Kong. But so there, it, people who were fans of the series weren't massively into DMC. Right. And it was their thing to try and broaden it, and I guess it didn't happen because right. it seems as though they're making a five now, which is back to the ones before the reboot. Oh, right. So this right. is like if That's they weird. made yeah. uh, another Dark Knight movie now yeah. Yeah. because people fucking hate Ben Affleck as Batman. <laughs> yeah, they just bring correctly. Eric Banner back for another crack at the Hulk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Christopher <laughs> Reeve is back. <laughs> I would respect that. Hulk 2, just out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Banner's back. Look, you know what? We thought we fucked it. But we've given it a few goes since. They're all equally as bad. Yeah. We may as well just go back to the start and eventually one of these will take. His name's Eric Banner. He's playing Bruce Banner. It yeah. just makes sense. Then that, And then they get Ed Norton back for another crack. Oh, you know, yeah. They just keep cycling through them. I like it. It's not um, bad. Yeah. This thing is just a rumour, by the way, I want to point out. So mm-hmm. it may turn into nothing. Mm-hmm. But uh, that could be kind of cool. Which do you think is more likely to be true? Devil May Cry 5 or Super Mario Serial? Oh. Um... Neither. I reckon you were lying the whole time. Yeah. 
<laughs> and yeah. I think I've just made that up for content. Yeah, Jesus. pretty great boast, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> My uncle works at Nintendo's. <laughs> <laughs> My uncle is one of the little rice bubble kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was snap. kind of interesting. Snap. Yeah. Nice. I was going to say my uncle is snap, and then I went, that is not going to be clear enough <laughs> at all what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I'm in over my head. Uh, so, Knox, you and I have been playing something this week mm-hmm. that, uh, that our air quotes friend over there has mentioned <laughs> on the show before. Yeah. <laughs> is that because I'm not really your friend, I'm your good friend? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. I'm, you're my husband, so I, can, <laughs> yeah, I want right. to get in on that. Wait, no, I take your last name. I fucked it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing rhymes with vanilla. Um, yeah. Hell. Oh, yeah. Near, uh, 11 or 10, Ben. Near Automatum yep. is the game we've been playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long have you, how far have you gotten into it? I've played, I'm in the desert. I've played right. like maybe an hour and a half ish. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, Wait, when's the, what bit's the desert? The, like, uh, you go out into the sandy dunes of the desert. It's like a, Desert city. There's a desert. I don't know how like, else to describe a desert. When you say desert. which bit is the desert, it's impossible to yeah. know how else to say it. Camels. Well, there's no camels, but <laughs> is it a lot with of the sand. big like girder building? Yeah. Okay. Arabian Nights yeah. starts playing in the right, background. Okay. Yeah. There's a talking parrot. You rub a lamp. It's great. Sahara. I barely know. <laughs> but so. Is this? You get it now, right? You know yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what a yeah. desert is? Yes, yeah. <laughs> Sahara uh, Valley, no Sounds like you're in denial about <laughs> what we're talking about here. Oh, I wish I could just start talking about Assassin's Creed Origins because that would have been perfect. This literally is the same thing we did when we talked about Assassin's Creed Origins. Is it really? Announced. Yeah, we did this for like five minutes. Luckily for me, oh, my memory right. does not go that far back. <laughs> um, I must have been high. Reglyphics. Okay. <laughs> hey. All right. Keep Cleopatra. Fuck off <laughs> So <laughs> I wish you were dead Like all of okay. them Yeah Sure yeah. Sarcophagus I want my mummy Alright <laughs> <laughs> How far did you get in When you were playing it Oh further Like there's a kind of A, a big like set piece At the end of that And then mm-hmm. there's like A transitional section And then there's A big open world thing So yeah. you're, you guys are Quite early on I think. Well, oh, oh, I've, Tommy is I've, Sorry. I've finished the first run so you right. finished it 26 times. Right, 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 thing. right. right. It is, I don't think that's a spoiler because it's kind of the thing of the game. I think right. we talked about it uh, like when yeah. it was yeah, yeah, coming out. And I've out. gotten the first ending, which is about, uh, I don't know, seven hours or something over. Oh, okay, I must be like six and a half hours in. Mm, not if you got... Anyway, whatever. Right. It is. Um, so it's basically you play as a robot who... You're an android. Is, you're an android. Please. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, you can't say the R word. <laughs> or um, more accurately, you're a sexy anime lingerie lady. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah, yeah. To an uncomfortable degree. Yeah. Yes. Who... Yeah. Uh, what's the story? Like, uh, humans have had to flee Earth and live on the moon. Yeah. Hundreds of, of years ago. Aliens. Yeah. And so you're part of this group of androids that go down to Earth and are trying to kind of, like, fix it up and get it good enough for yep. humans to come back to. Yeah, the aliens it, made machines that are their, like, proxy fighters yeah. and yeah, killing yeah. these machines. And so it feels, even for only having done a little bit of it, it feels like I've played more than I have because it, it's got so many... It's kind of hard to describe because it's not really one thing. Like, mm-hmm. it throws... Even in just the opening hour, it throws so much stuff at you yeah. that it feels like you've played about eight games in the space of a 45-minute setting. Nox, do you 
uh, you will, will definitely know more than me about this, but I felt like... Yes, I don't know what the subject's going to be, but yes. <laughs> uh, I felt like... A uh, big being moron. A virgin, <laughs> okay, being yeah, a okay, nice. Yeah, both good ones. A moronic virgin. Um, most of the different, <laughs> most of the varieties in the opening hour. Uh, kind of like it. It falls into more of a rhythm after that. Yeah, and those same sort of styles of gameplay come back here and there, but it doesn't yeah, really yeah, yeah. do much different than what you see in the first couple of hours sure, in terms of the sure. structure of the gameplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but what, I, it, like, what man, it is doing... That opening doing... bit, it throws so much at you and, it's, and there's kind of a little boss that... It's kind of this whole segment that happens like before you get explained what the world is and before you can properly save. Yeah. But even just that bit, I was like, if this was an indie and this had been the whole game, I would have been like, yeah. this is fucking great. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, the writing is so good and it yeah. looks great. The Music's amazing. Cool. So it's- it switches from, it, it's, in that opening bit, you switch from, and you said this at the time, top-down yeah. shooter and then it kind of shifts perspective and you can, you're in like a little battle little mech, mech yeah. thing. And then you're, and then when you're on foot, you... You have something that's you're controlling this little flying laser thing that's shooting yep. for you, and you've also got like melee combat stuff. Yeah, and it it sounds it's something that like if you pitched it to someone on paper, you'd go get fucked. That's just not going to work. Yeah, like, take out three of those things. Complete mess. <laughs> yeah. So you've kind of got to admire the yeah the dedication to just sticking to this batshit idea of just having. All of this stuff in the pot, but it yeah. all transitions very smoothly. Totally, like, totally yeah. yeah, yeah. You never feel like you're doing like a WarioWare kind of series of mini games bullshit. Yeah. Thing. No, no, it's it so feels smooth. Like a, a, a just one action sequence mm. that's playing out from different perspectives yeah. and with different tools. And then once you like the main bit of at least the first run through, because it changes significantly between each of the things as well. Right. So I'm in no way like finished with it. Right, right. Um, uh, is what I've been told, and um. You, the main sort of bit of the game is that sort of pretty standard action game behind the back combat. Yep. Uh, mixed with kind of RPG ish adventure go talk to this person, they'll give you a quest. Yeah, yeah. Open yeah, yeah. world type stuff. Yeah. The world is fucking weird and well written and fascinating. It and looks great. Like the bit that I've just gotten up to, like, yeah, you go, the very first bit, you're in this kind of like what shipping. Containery yeah. kind of thing, like a factory kind. Yeah, of thing. And then yeah, yeah. You get sent down to Earth, and it's like a ruined city, and it's yeah. just like it, it's very similar to some of the bits you're in in The Last of Us, where it's like decrepit sure. buildings and everything's kind of overgrown. And I was going to say, like, it kind of feels like an early PS3 game. It's not that, like, it's just very kind of open. Yeah, yeah. There's, lot, there's not a lot going on. There's not a lot of detail. It's just kind of like. Yeah, and it, it is it, jarring. It, it like it's quite linear in terms of where you can go. Yeah, and it's and well, that's generally it's, fine. It but it stops being that at right. some point. Though. Right, well, I mean, like just in terms of like is. the way that it does it, where instead of like you'll be at a cliff, and instead of just like having a barrier there, it'll be an open gap. So you try and jump off it, and you just you just can't. Like yeah. it's like you're yep. up against a wall. Like bit, little bits like that are kind of a bit jarring. Where it's, it's like, well, gr- if I can't go off it, just put just put something there. The mm. graphics themselves aren't good as well. Like, yes. it, it looks like you said, like a PS3 game. Yeah, but the the artistic design and that stuff is good. Oh, yeah. and and the kind of and the, the scale of it. Yeah, is. and the way it's kind of framed it of like putting you into this android and making the world kind of weirdly ambiguous and glitchy and stuff. It's yeah. like, okay, this kind of feels like of a piece. It's like pretty yeah. cohesive, and it does a cool job of throwing you into the middle. 
of something and going like, you're not meant to understand what this is because yeah. the people here do. Yeah. And then I there's really something like more that. going on that we'll show you later probably. Right. But you hang out I really out like that, that you get yeah. thrown in and you do about an hour and then it goes, okay, here's the, here's what this world is. Like yeah. it plays a little yeah. video for you where it's like, this is what's happened to Earth. Yeah. yeah. And there's um, no like uh, sort of character for you to anchor with who's like, what's all this? Who are these aliens? <laughs> yeah. Everyone knows. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we haven't even talked about well, I think one of the coolest bits of it that when you the whole device of when you die, the setup of the game is like you get just rebooted into another body, yeah. yeah, and then your body that you is just left there where you died, so you can go back to it and reactivate it, and yeah. it will fight alongside you or pick up your equipment from or, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's from, that's such yeah. a cool because that's to always the thing with games bling. of like yeah, when you die, it's like so how are we explaining this away? What yeah. you're just back like. Yeah. It's such an interesting way of kind of taking that mechanic that we all sort of take for granted and going, let's let's work out a way to kind of mm. justify this in the game and, and yeah. build this this kind of weird thing that just happens in games into the kind of the flow and the story and the gameplay. Yeah, which kind of ties into, yeah, what I was saying about the design of the world compensating for the limitations of like the graphics and stuff. It's yeah. like yeah. they just have clearly thought about everything and are very intelligent. Totally, yeah. and then the presentation as a whole... Is real like the music is great. Music. And yes. a lot of like vocal tracks yeah. in the music too. And, and shifting cool. based on the context of what you're doing. I love mm. that when uh, uh, the music will change based on the what's going on on screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the combat is just so fun. It's really like, fun. Like it's never a thing. It, you know, even though you go through, it's very RPG-ish in that you just go out into the world and you're going to come across like these swarms of enemies. But it, it's still, I mean, I'm still early in, but it doesn't feel like a chore mm. when they come at you because yeah. it's just, it's so, using your right stick to control your little flying laser thing. Oh, it's, it's just so satisfying so and fun. It's so easy to line up. I mean, that first segment to me, like, it kind of felt like, as weird having just played these two games quite recently, but it sort of felt like a bit of a cross between... Mario and Doom in that you've got these bits where you're running along these platforms and it's very controlled in these little bits where it's sending you yep. and then you come out of that and you're into this kind of quick response mm-hmm. kind of shooting and, and mm. combat kind of stuff. Like, yeah. yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I'm going to play more of it to see how fucked it gets in uh, yeah. as it goes. Like, mm. apparently it goes some places. Right. Because this guy, Yokotaro is the name of the, the like, director of it. Mm-hmm. And he's very Kojima-ish. It reminds me of that sort right. of thing of, like, these weird concepts that you could only really do with a video game. Yeah. Right. And uh, it all seems like it's going somewhere and, like, yeah. it has an idea or the game has an idea of what it wants to tell you right. at some point. And right. it has that very... Um, Japanese thing of like you're fighting this big robot and then there's some philosophy and yeah. then you, there's yeah. another yeah. big robot and then there's a sexy anime lady uh, and yeah. she's like hey I'm not wearing pants <laughs> is that a part of the story no 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 <laughs> I, I don't even mind if it doesn't have a satisfying narrative conclusion because that like ambiguity that I mentioned the first time I played it is enough like it's yeah. cool it's like watching yeah. a weird movie that like the the experience is satisfying it doesn't matter what the ending is totally yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, there's like an entrancing kind of mm. thing to it where you just are happy to explore whatever yeah. they give you totally totally um, yeah I'm really liking it and want to play more of it and yeah. so now it's made end of the year is, and is mm. this is this a follow on from another game there was a game called Nia, and they're related in certain ways. I I never played Nia, yeah. Right. But um, but it's this isn't like a sequel or. My understanding of it is that it's a 
basically standalone thing. Right. But there's stuff that you would appreciate more if you've played sure. the first one. Because this kind of came out, well, like middle of the year or something and mm. didn't really make a lot of noise at the time, but it's just sort of been a thing where gradually kind of heard more and more about it yeah. over the previous months and hey. kind of wondered... You, you played that near. <laughs> yeah, man, I played that near. Is that, you reckon Tommy's played it? I don't should know, we, man. We what are you guys talking by, about? Yeah. Let's spread this by word of mouth. Hey, guys right, whispering. What are you talking about? Hey, you played that near. Oh, I played that near. We're Shit. Oh, you What's played up? that near. I was talking about it for like 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know I played it. Yeah, yeah, bro. We both have amnesia. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I wonder why that is, like why it sort of came out. I guess it's been a big year for like big franchises. It's like anything like this, yeah. it's like a little weird and I think uh, it yeah. the graphics during- are not like... You know, I, unless yeah. it's like a big kind of blockbuster thing just gets lost in the mix. Yeah. That hectic first half of the year as well where mm. it was like a lot of games A out of Japan mm. and B that required a lot of time to get yeah. the most out of them. Yeah. yeah. Something was going to fall by the wayside. Yep. And, and this, it was Yakuza this, Zero, <laughs> which none of us have <laughs> talked about. Before, but yeah, no. this one being like the, the sell of it being like, it's a really strange conceptual game. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. okay, that's hard to sell. Totally. Yeah. And like I had to sit down a number of times and convince myself to play yeah, it. Same. And then yeah. And then it was... It was really fun yeah. as well. Luckily. I bought it like two months ago now and it's just been sort of sitting there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, look, you know, say this of everything, but I'm going to keep doing it. Wish it was on the Switch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I wouldn't want to play it in handheld because it does use, uh, it. like, it's sometimes a little confusing Mm. As to what you're looking at Because the scale is so large Yeah that's things. fair Yeah So I, I don't give a shit about If it's on the Switch or not oh, Yeah Because well, I'm How do you a real do? gamer Tommy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I've, I've definitely been Playing mostly my PS4 I've barely I've barely touched my Switch mm. Same lately yeah. yeah Yeah Yeah. Since I finished Odyssey And when I say finished I mean played to the credits And that's the end of the game And <laughs> I don't want to hear anything about it Getting better after that And I won't <laughs> Nothing but respect for my credit sequence <laughs> um, That's right You're still play. You're still just You're just still You're just walking like an Egyptian over there <laughs> Now, before I walk like an Egyptian, I'm going oh. to talk like a man selling a product. <laughs> uh, so this week we're sponsored by Harry's Razors. Uh, they're really good. Uh, I love <laughs> Boy, them. Boy, sell okay, that. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> this is how the Egyptians sold stuff, I think. Um, no, but Harry's is great. I think um, it's a pretty good gift for this time of the year. If you're thinking about your dad, it's a great dad gift. I'm always it, thinking about them dads. Oh, I'm thinking about my dad right now. Love mm-hmm. you, dad. Oh, now I'm thinking about your dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Harry's uh, has got three million guys switching over to Harry's from the, from the generic shopping uh, supermarket razors. And, mate, I don't like those generic supermarket razors. I love Harry's. If you're a, if you're a grown-ass man and you're buying those... You know those razors? That, uh, look, I don't want to say the brand name. No. Just what the supermarket in, tells you to buy. Yeah, yeah, those ones where it's like 50 for three bucks. Make oh, your mate. own decisions and listen to what we tell you to <laughs> That's buy. That's right. Exactly. That's right. You're a grown-ass man who needs to shave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Harry's, they're built with a, the five-blade German-engineered situation, Okay. Five blades. You know what? 70 years ago, that would have been a terrifying sentence. <laughs> Still kind of is, I gotta say. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the, the regular kits, they come with like a shave gel. There's, uh, you get like a, you can choose the color of your handle because your handle is the thing that you keep and you put the blades in them. Yep. Um, and mate, they're just really good. They're cheap because they don't have overheads. They're an online company. And just look, Harry's are good. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think the the gift set thing is uh, is the perfect thing for this time of the year. 
Um, yeah, it is definitely worth uh, investing in good quality razor. Oh, yeah. Anyone who has made the jump from getting the most generic, cheap shit you can get in the supermarket to doing <laughs> it proper like an adult will tell you it is it is worth it. It's yeah. your face, man. That's all you got. And usually you kind of got. Yeah. I'm just a floating That's head. A, yeah, <laughs> we're all in jars. A lot of people don't know that about us. Yeah, we're you, like Futurama. Makes it fucking yeah. hard to shave, but when we do, we use Harry's razors. We <laughs> said I wanted drop. to get some of these Harry's razors. How would I go about that? I don't know. No. <laughs> you uh, you go to harrys.com slash filthy casuals and you get $5 off your order. harrys.com slash filthy casuals for $5 off. Nice. Uh, so this holiday, give Harry's and get Bloody handsome. <laughs> <laughs> is that on there or did you? is that a freestyle? No, it's on there. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I like just, it. I just delivered it like I was thinking it up at the yeah, time. Yeah, that's good. I reckon that's what they want. You taking credit yes. for their hardworking sales department. Yeah, for their copywriters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, Harry's, thanks for sponsoring this episode. Yeah, go over. Sorry for the, the ad read. Do the right thing. <laughs> uh, support. If, you know, if you're in the market for some raises, support a company that supports this show that you love more yeah. than life itself, I assume. <laughs> if you're yes. in the market for some blazers, I'm having a sale on my blazer collection. How many blazers you got? One. One. Right on. So, quick sale. <laughs> How many blades does it have? Uh, it's, well, I haven't emptied the pockets. Okay. All right. So, one switch blade. <laughs> yes. How much do you want for this blazer? $900,000. $900,000. And what brand? Where'd you get the blazer from? Uh, Dead Man on Street. Dead Man on Street. Yeah. Oh, that's a sick brand. I love that. I took that blazer off of him. He'd fallen from a window. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> this is boring. Anyway. <laughs> Mate, it was up to you to make it interesting. And I, and I decided it was boring. <laughs> it is the hottest day here, by the it's way. It's really hot. Not that that, I mean... I don't think that's. I don't think it's fair to blame the heat for what you just did. No, no, no. I'm going to do it. <laughs> if, if if it was, I I'm like the opposite of a lizard, where I move quicker when I'm cold. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Me too. Me too. Yeah. I'm surprised that I've been able to contribute anything to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not talking about today. I'm talking about <laughs> for the whole run. <laughs> no, I got to say, I did a gig recently where right before me there was an improv troupe on. Nice. And it was no good. It made your improv look like the fucking bald guy from Whose Line Is It Anyway? Oh, uh, Colin Mockery. Yeah, Colin Mockery. <laughs> yeah, And the improv good. you just did was bang in the middle of those two. That was an improv. <laughs> that was just me telling you something that happened. Uh, I see the world as a stage and on that stage, improv. Non-stop. One of those things where like you could... You, I, think the, I think improv sometimes gets a bit of a free pass because people are just impressed. Like people, you know what I mean? Give it a lot of leeway because it's like, well, I mean, it's happening right here yeah. in front of me. This yeah. is cool. This was not... The audience did not give <laughs> off this vibe at all. Yeah. And in fact, it felt like by the time I got on, they were like, thank God, yes, please. Someone who's Someone prepared. Who's thought for more than five seconds about what they're doing. Yeah. It's only ever really accepted as a, a valid version of comedy. Like, I guess there's improvised music and jazz, but not yeah. a lot of people really go for that. And, like, mm. you never see improvised storytellers where they're just like, all right, so... um. There was a man named Greg once. Yeah. And this man... I don't think Shakespeare was just riffing. He was hunting for a big-ass whale. Oh. Moby Rick. <laughs> but people talk I'm about... I'm Moby Rick! <laughs> people talk about the high end of it and go, no, it's a skill. It's like, yeah, you know what's a more impressive skill? Writing something. <laughs> yeah. Putting the effort in. Anyway, Take we... that all, you improv motherfuckers. <laughs> yes. We're going to have Ben Russell back on the show sometime. <laughs> <laughs> but he, uh. I mean, he's like a self-hating improv. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Improver? Improviser? I barely know. Yeah. That's yeah. the one. Uh, yeah. How's Assassin's Creed Origins going? 
it's going really good. Yeah. I really, really like it. I've played it, yeah, more than I, I've played a lot of games this year, actually. Like, I'm, I've kind of was hesitant to go in on Wolfenstein 2 because I just was like, I want to keep playing this game I definitely like. Yeah, mm. right. But I, I really like it a lot. It's got a, an element of The Witcher 3 where all the side quests are more interesting than the main story. Right. right. But uh, I think the difference is the main story in Assassin's Creed Origins is just bad. Yeah, right. Um, but all the side quest stuff is really interesting. All the characters, like those little characters are really good and funny that is a mostly. huge change for that series, how yeah. it's been going for a while. Totally, right? totally. And it's just because I think the landscape is so varied. It's not just like a man with a shop in a city needing you to fetch a parcel back. Yeah. Like it's a lot of different things. Because there's, like, there's all the animals and stuff that, pops up in the Far Cry games and makes them kind of interesting. Yeah. It's just a it's much... It's a goat with a shop in the city. <laughs> yeah. He wants his parcel back. <laughs> but it's... Yeah, it's just a much more varied version of an Assassin's Creed game just because they've... Yeah, they've chosen an area of the world that's kind of interesting and not just a city. And mm. I think I felt initially that the fact that it wasn't really like big built-up cities was going to be a problem because a lot of the Assassin's Creed games have been based around that and the platforming that's inherent in that. Yeah. And so this is kind of not really like an Assassin's Creed game, in my opinion, because it's just more about about like traversing this world, which is massive, and doing a bunch of weird stuff in it. And from the bit I've played of it, they still do have some forts and towers and stuff that yeah. you do the same kind of climate, jump up the walls. Yeah. And again, even those are implemented more like a Far Cry game where it's like, oh, this area is a fort and you can go into that and clear it out and then you'll clock that fort and you can continue moving on. Whereas I think, yeah, in the other Assassin's Creed games, it's more just like, here's a city, here's an objective, and then all the streets are filled with bad guys. So has it gone a long way to... Because the biggest problem with Assassin's Creed this, as a series for a while, I think, has been the amount of busy work it's felt like you're asked to do in, se- in the sense that you're just doing these same repetitive things in just very slightly different areas. Has that is that different? Yeah, I think yeah. it's different. And I think it's different in the way that Mad Max... I thought was different to a lot of open world games in that Mm. the world's so cool to move around that you really have a lot of fun just getting from one town to the next. And once you get there, then it's like, okay, yeah, here's a couple of kind of relatively run-of-the-mill quests. But then you're like, oh, but then I can just like go over to this town and there's like, I'm going through like wheat fields and rivers and mountains and like... It's about the journey, huh? That's right, baby. It's all about the journey. Assassin's Creed Kerouac. That's (laughs) what I want to play. (laughs) I'm doing a lot of heroin and I think sleeping with underage women. I think that's what Jack Kerouac did. I'm in. (laughs) But um, I definitely want to play more of it. The combat's different. It's it's more difficult uh, and I think therefore more rewarding mm-hmm. um, I, the the style of it's really cool I love the, the Egyptian stuff like it's just awesome visually it's one of the most impressive games I've ever played mm. the water the water effects are just like it looks like real water it's incredible water, <laughs> I've been spilling a lot of drinks on my TV <laughs> was water like the graphical turning why point why would you be spilling drinks on your TV if you thought it looked like real water no no I think the real water is Real water. Oh, <laughs> you've got water on your teeth. I thought you meant you saw water and thought it was real and went, oh, no, I need to put that water out <laughs> and threw more water. I better send it. this cup home. <laughs> <laughs> um, water was such a graphical turning point, you know what I mean? Oh, For the yeah. longest time where it just looked dog shit in games where they would try to do it. Yeah. Like the Nintendo 64 launching with Rave, Wave Race. Oh, cool. yeah, yeah. This looks bad. Far Cry, the first Far Cry was the first game that 
uh, I was like, that looks like real water. The first Halo time you two. saw that, it was right. like, yeah. yeah, water looking kind of real. It was like, all right, yeah. here we go. Yeah. Now we're in the... I was chucking cups everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just emptying your Looney Tunes mugs from yes. KFC. I remember Halo uh. 2 is the first time I can vividly remember seeing like accurate distortion underwater. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And Half-Life 2 had good water, I think, as well, maybe. But maybe I'm wrong about that, actually. It might not have. What right. is kind of the new show-off thing, isn't it? Remember, yeah. remember the, like, I guess... Late 90s was all about lens flare. So they're yes. having a bit where the camera pan, it's like that lens flare thing in there. It's yeah. like, which never well, we seemed that fucking hard to make to yeah, me. Exactly. Right. I, don't, yeah. I never understood why that was like, look how good our graphics are. Yeah. There's five sprites on the screen, but they're see through. I think right. they were, I think they were all banking on it, uh, on, you know, most of us not knowing really how developing works. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Just going like, just giving them, like, if you tried to pull that off now, like, it feels like. There's a lot more behind the scenes stuff, and we kind of all know. Yeah, we, we're a little bit more versed in how things work these days. Yeah, that if you tried to pull that off, people would go, "Yeah, Matt, we who cares?" So yeah, you th- yeah that made like they were at the time trying to grift you into thinking we made a camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, what else is this? Is there to say about this game? The boss fights are fun. Oh yeah, I have had no contact with microtransactions of any kind. I know they're there. Yeah, but it um, sounds like you're at court. <laughs> Like, yeah, r- microtransactions had a restraining order on you. Well, yeah. I've I, had no contact. <laughs> it's more like I I, um, I am purposefully staying away from it so I don't have to criticise it because yeah, I right. love this game. I really, so really do. you see do. them in the court like, I could go to that shop or whatever? No, like, well, no, no. And maybe I'm just not looking at that. Maybe I filter out ads, you know, just because I see them everywhere. The whole world just taken over by corporations, man. Harry's razors. <laughs> <laughs> but it hasn't. And and I think I guess because it's uh, going to be for me an entirely single player experience. Yeah, there's no reason for me to to get involved with them at all. So, um, hey Knox, I reckon I know what we get this guy for Christmas. Buy him a fucking gold hat in Assassin's Creed or whatever you can get. Oh, get say. him a couple of microtransactions. Yeah, it's going to be a couple of microtransactions. You know, guys, actually, I, I really like whiskey. Like, I, if you were, uh, just say, oh, you can you, get like, whiskey in the game. Small bit of whiskey. Oh, yeah, all right. Fucking get <laughs> fucked. Um, um, yeah. yeah, cool. I yeah, I, I it sounds good. Like, I would you? It seems like something you could enjoy for having never had any previous attachment to the Assassin's Creed. Absolutely. Franchise. Yeah. I would probably have a guess from, again, the small amount that I've played that you might even enjoy it more without the baggage of knowing what the Assassin's Creed formula is. Definitely. Um, It's it's massive. The map is like just dauntingly big. Right. And that plays into a bit of that, like, oh, there's too many things to do. There's too many icons on the map. I'll never, right. I'll never finish this game. But uh, I don't know. I just, I think that's good because yeah. if yeah. you want to, you have a massive world to explore. Um, we had some listener questions to get to. Yes, we do. Yeah. We have, and we haven't answered questions for a while. And I want to say we get them, we read them, we appreciate them. We don't think they're good enough for the show. <laughs> but no, we do. It's just we often run out of time without. It. So we've got yeah. a. We've been lucky. I mean, we yeah, we've had a lot to talk about. Most other man, weeks. this yeah. fucking whole year has been yeah. crazy for yeah. the most part. It's been like, fucked. Yeah, in a good way. It, it, get, yeah. get listeners, get uh, get ready for our year end review because there's going to be a lot to talk about. Here's what I was thinking we should do, and I was meaning to ask you to this in private today, but uh, hey, I'll just do it here on the air. Okay. Uh, because Have I you don't tried really know how we would do it. Circle jerking. Uh, why don't we open it up to a poll? 
of the listeners of what their games of the year were. Oh, I think that's like interesting. A, a fourth participant in the. So, well, yeah. no, discussions. we can just do ours and then at the end of the ep go and here's what you guys voted. Yeah, yeah. almost like there out. was a fourth participant in the episode. You know, I'm thinking there should just be two participants in the episodes. Yeah, from get now out of on. here, Tommy. Oh, I see what's going on. My plan worked. I'm free. I'm free of this prison. Uh, but I think that'd be cool. Yes, to I have like that it. list to read out. I like so it a lot. let's work out how we do that on the yeah. Facebook page yeah. or uh, on our website or something. Like we can we'll do a Google form like we did for yeah, the thing. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that'll yeah. be fun. Yeah, cool. I want to do a Bing form. All right. I want to uh, do a dog pile form. <laughs> Ask Jeeves. Uh, so our first uh, email we're going to read out here is from Aiden. Speaking of Game of the Year stuff, this is one that I've been thinking about a bit more. What is your Game of the Year? <laughs> Aiden, you fuckhead. So it's about Resident Evil 7, uh, and uh, he's sort of asking, do you think that people have a right to complain about the free DLC that they promised for spring but has been delayed till oh, yeah. December? Yeah. Uh, people have been complaining, but even though it's free, should people be able to complain if it... Uh, should it have been in the game originally? Is what uh, some people are saying. Should, well, yeah. Okay. Well. So this we're brought like specifically with Resident Evil Seven. I don't think any of us have been following that game particularly. No. And he says that I was probably wrong to call it fine, and I would say you're probably wrong to call it <laughs> oh. anything other than fine, Aiden. Wow. Got you real hard. Well, no, I, as I, someone it's weird at, that game. Right. As someone who does two podcasts that are both free yeah. and is regularly subjected to people giving their dumbass opinions about it, <laughs> I'm gonna say. People absolutely do not have the right to be angry about something that is costing them nothing. However... To, to be fair, <laughs> you're mainly talking about your other one when yeah. you say dumbass opinions being given. <laughs> sure. Yeah. To be fair, so what I think the, the most interesting part of that question was relating to content that was removed from the game artificially to yeah. then be given back as DLC. Yeah. Which doesn't really happen that much anymore. I feel like cause Mass Effect 3 was the big one at the time where one of the characters in that, um, let's call him Billy because I don't remember his name, but he was... <laughs> the, was it Caden? It was the Promethean guy. I remember the word Promethean. But well, I, he wasn't Promethean. He was, no, no, he was. Is that, were they called 3. Prometheans in Mass Effect? I think so. It was whatever the, the race before everyone else. And he was a really interesting character and like a pretty significant part of the story. And he was either like a day one purchase thing right. or a pre-order bonus or something or mm -hmm. you had to pay eight bucks. I don't think I got that character then. Yeah, uh, Javak was his name. And the DLC okay. was called From Ashes because he was a Promethean who had been like locked in a sarcophagus for years wow. and woken up and he's like, what the fuck? The galaxy's different. Wow, okay. And it was really interesting and it was clearly meant to have been in the game. You should edit out the out. bit where you guys argue about whether a video game character is Promethean or not because you sound like <laughs> fucking losers. <laughs> nah, man. I'm having a Promethean theme wedding so we'll, it's we'll just play there. We'll just loop the stuff of you talking about a Nintendo cereal. <laughs> you fucking nerd. Everyone needs cereal. All right, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think people do have the right to complain about uh, something, even if it's free, when they've made a promise and broken it. I think. Yeah, but I don't yeah. know. Like, well, I mean, I don't. I don't really know the story, so it got cut out of the game. Like, yeah, if it's something that was originally going to be in there and then got cut out, so they could charge you for it. Right. Then yeah, that's shitty. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I, I don't get. I I can't. Having only heard just heard this story, I can't really see how there's a nefarious reason I, for doing that. I think it would only be to keep interest in the game over yeah. a long period of time. Yeah. Well, and the DLC, like the whole thing of having a DLC plan before the game comes out, is weird because mm. I, 
you can make it in such a way that you make the game you want to make and then have this plan of here's the extra content we're going to do. Yeah. Mm. But at the same time, if you already have that in your head that you know you've got this extra period of a year or whatever to release stuff, yeah. does that influence how you make the game? I think yeah. absolutely it does. Yeah. I, I don't know if it is definitely something that still happens a lot. I think we're getting into the era of content being locked behind microtransactions yeah, yeah. and ridiculous grinding. But, um, uh, yeah, I, I think that it has... There was a, a phase of games development where it definitely was happening. That well, was, just yeah. the idea of release dates and shit means nothing anymore because there's yeah. so much early access stuff. Yeah. There's so much... So many games where it's an ongoing service. Yeah. Like Destiny or whatever. Yeah. So... It's well, even like Shadow of War, like all of that stuff is put in there to yeah. make people play it for another year. It's this yeah. very case by case sort of well, thing. Where yeah, this kind of ties into um, to give a bit of a another side of that. Um, so Arms has like sort of slowly been adding stuff over the years since it came out. Yeah, and like I think last week or the week before added a big added a big uh, patch with heaps yeah. of extra stuff in it. So there's now since it launched, there's now three extra characters. Four extra stages. There's like a badge system, which is like a kind of um, achievements. achievements thing, right. which you get in-game money for, which you can then use to unlock the arms a lot quicker, which, you know, my big complaint about it was you just get coins so slowly in that game. Yep. And it now has increased the rate with which you can get and unlock new arms. They did an event over the weekend where it, they'd kind of be all these timed bonuses where for 15 minutes at a time you had to use randomly assigned arms that they would give you. Like, it was really fun. Mm. And it's, it's I'm kind of in two minds about it because I think it's, if anyone has sort of had it and sat on it for a little while and not gone back in, it's 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 made it a lot more easy to recommend. Like, these, these they're kind of small things, but they've made it really, really good. Like, mm. they've made it a lot better. So... But the, the problem is these are all things that arguably just should have been in there from day one. Like yeah. a lot of people's complaints about it when it came out, these things have addressed. And I think this was always their plan to kind of eventually bring this stuff in. But on the other hand, the f- it was really nice for something that had just kind of, uh, you know, had been sitting there for a bit and I hadn't played. Yeah. It was really nice to have all this new stuff and have an excuse to go back in. Yeah. And I spent a few hours with it over the weekend going, oh, that's right, I love this game. Yeah, Where right. Or if that had all been there, I... You know, I would have thrashed it at the same rate that I did earlier in the year, yep. and probably just you know would have had my time with it, and not come back to it. So I don't understand I, the logic in in this as a like a overall business decision because if it's not paid DLC, then what's what is the benefit of keeping uh, you engaged in a game over a long so period of time? So that you don't, because the problem is. People trade stuff in, and so then the uh, game yes, gets bought okay. three times over. Right, but they're not getting any money from it, so right, they don't right, want right. you to. They don't mm. want you to get it and be done with it in a month, and then sell it and on sale. They want everyone who wants it to have to go and buy. Yeah, okay. That's I think that's what it's protecting. Totally. So it makes, makes a lot sense. of sense. So yeah. and then if you're having, if you are making an element of your game, this bunch of content that comes out over a period of time you are also creating the structure in which you release it and the time frame in which you release it yeah you're making that into a valid aspect of your game to criticize and so right. like I, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying this is taking too long yeah because i'm fucking sitting on this thing i'm losing interest yeah you know it's the yeah. same as if a tv series drags or whatever it's, yeah yeah because you know, yeah. the way they've staggered this with arms is just weird where they've done you know they went four months or something and then they just put a new character in it and it's like mm. that's not enough and then this big significant update which is added events and badges and all this stuff for this to come in you know 
October, no, November, when the game came out in whatever it was. July, was June, it? June. June, yeah. July. It's like, that's kind of taken a while to... It's, it's, yeah, I, I, you know, yeah. who knows? We'll never know what the, what the thinking is or how much of it is based on just like kind of whether this was always the plan or yeah. how much of it is based on filling in gaps of their schedule. But, um, yeah. Yeah. but yeah, anyone who's got it who hasn't gone in for a while, I really recommend it because the new characters are really cool and they all play really differently and the, the events, next time they do an event, make sure you get time to go in because it was really fun. I, so, I just wanted to say to Aiden, I'm glad we can answer his question about Resident Evil 7 <laughs> by talking about ARMS. <laughs> I don't know about you, Nox, but I just didn't find ARMS fun enough to play. I enjoyed the co-op mode, like right. the... Um, Two of you go online and fight as a pair. That was the most fun I had with it. I wasn't that into it. Yeah, it, it was. I, I think it was. It came down to the pure mechanics of of it. Yeah, I, I just didn't dig it as much as I thought I was yeah. going to. I mean, you know, a it's a, it's a type of game where you yeah you know pretty early on if you're in or you're out. But it, yeah. for whatever reason, it just clicked with me. And yeah. like going back in this weekend, I was like, I love this. Like it just yeah, nice. for, for whatever reason, I I find it easy to get on with. Like I I I. Yeah, I find it intuitive. Mm. Once and again, they've really drifted away from the whole motion. You never hear them mention the motion control yeah, thing. Right. Like yeah. pitching it as that yeah. was a mistake. And they've again, you can customize the controls now. Yeah, nice. Like they've 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 sort of done a bit of a a one eighty on it. Like mm. I get the feeling that we'll get an arms two eventually, where oh yeah, they yeah. just kind of it's yeah. it's more way more fully fledged. And I also get the feeling that Nintendo will release a sequel to one of their games. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that will happen. Okay. I honestly think they got this model of game right with Super Punch Out, which I've been playing a lot of. It's yeah, really right. really fun. It's yeah. so weird that it wasn't Punch Out Switch or whatever, right? Like it's yeah. pretty crazy that yeah. it was. Like, yeah. yeah, either way. Uh, and um, just to this, the so this Resident Evil thing, so. But that's not even that big of a delay, like spring till December. No, uh, it's just what it, the question was more about whether it uh, about DLC more broadly, the specific yeah. question, and yeah. then just a little bit about Resident Evil Seven. He defends it by saying uh, the crazy story is well balanced by the grounded gameplay, and if not for the part where you're on a fucking boat for an hour, it would be a perfect game. I would take that fucking boat for an hour and say the back half of the game. Right. So I did like it, but yeah, Resident right. Evil Seven. Right. Right. Uh, our next email comes in from Rabia in Chicago. Hello. Uh, my question can to Rabia: Where's Chicago? No, my question. <laughs> Nox, can you read it in a Chicagoan accent? Oh god. Uh, I'm going to say no, but I'm going <laughs> to give it a shot. Okay. What games led to? F- <laughs> uh, what games led to physical altercations when playing with your friends and siblings, if any? Because uh, personally, Rabia has scars above their eyebrows where a ceramic plate met their eight-year-old forehead Fuck. flung by an older brother when uh, they lost on the final boss of Super Mario Brothers 3. Wow. Uh, he blamed Rabia. Any weird logic or superstition that you encountered as a child with video games as well? So any massive like fights or, or kind of traditions well, or rituals around childhood? I know that me and my sister... Definitely would have fought over our Nintendo. Yeah, I can't remember specifically because Rosie, of the concussions. Yeah, Rosie, write in if you remember any times that I was probably a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. The internet um, has broken down today as we've run out of data. For <laughs> her head just explodes with fury. <laughs> um, but Knox, you have a brother. Yeah, I imagine you'd be more likely to have. Not really. We never. It, it never really got. Uh, we. I think we both just kind of understood not to hit each other oh, okay. for the most part. We never really fought. And except for when I, we were like, when he was a baby and he first came back, I jumped on him from a couch, apparently. <laughs> and like hell. In the people's elbow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, it never was like, 
I, I, we never really got into any intense stuff over video games, at least. And I can't think of any weird logic or superstition that I encountered as a child with video games, other than Ooh. making up lyrics to music that was in old, like, oh, yeah. 16 bit oh, games. Great. Nice. Great. Every, like, one of them I remember, there's a Sonic 2 level where it goes, and it was like a chemical plant. And we, I remember me and my brother were like, for some reason, thought this chemical plant makes clones. So it was making life. That's cool. It's real cool. Yeah. That's the coolest thing I've ever heard. We had a dog and the dog went through a phase when it was really young of just like anything near the ground it would chew, it would yeah, eat. Yeah. And uh, I remember leaving a, a controller out that had a memory card in it and Ooh. just it, the memory card just ripped to shreds. Fuck. Save game gone. I can't remember what the game was but I was near the end of it and I was Ugh. just like fucking devastated. Oh, Lord. Yeah. yeah. I think a couple of cartridges got destroyed as well yeah. by this dog. But in terms of altercations with friends and stuff, I can't really rem- I yeah, I can't really remember. Like I'm I'm not like I'm not competitive. So I've yeah. never been someone who if I'm playing against someone at something and they are beating me or whatever, I crack the shits. Like I don't care. Yeah. So Yeah. I, I remember yeah. a friend's little brother. We were playing uh Jedi Knight Three. It Jedi was Knight Jedi 3. Academy. Oh yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we were doing the multiplayer of that. Oh, I like the saber his, battles. His little brother complaining that it wasn't fair. Right. And I said, it's not meant to be fair. <laughs> I still remember that and felt bad about it afterwards. <laughs> this is where I was Truth. like 11. Yeah. But man, you got to be this bloody world, man. You got to take it by the balls. Yeah. And I got two things in this world, my balls and uh, That's two. A, a huge pain in my balls because I keep grabbing them. <laughs> oh, no. To show what the world is like. But yeah, so no, I think we were all pretty calm as kids, it sounds like. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. not competitive and like, I'm not that kind of person that's going to crack the shits if I don't win in a game and I think that just means I don't gravitate to people that are like that I, either. I don't uh, externally crack the shits. I am. I get very competitive with competitive gaming. Right. And, and like board games, like anything like uh, that. Right, if yeah. it's an actual competition, I want to win, but I don't like spit the dummy. Mm. Yeah. I just get annoyed that I didn't yeah, win. You, you will know? go quiet, go into your bedroom and ask everyone to leave. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Um, yes. the I next be, actually, I remember there being a lot of fights in my group of friends about who would get to be odd job in. Oh Fortnite, yeah, right. Because you're immediately at an advantage because yeah. no one can fucking see. And so yeah. that, I think that's the closest I ever came of like just it, it, us deciding that there needed to be a system of like well, we've got to rotate him. Yeah. yeah. And then someone else just gone. No, I just got him first. So no, oh, that's how it works. It's what like can't. you can't. But he won, right? Like, he probably got <laughs> yeah, to be him. Yeah. yeah. That's the it. world, man. I got two things. My balls and odd job. Uh, and odd job's balls very low. <laughs> Makes him a better fighter. This is from Liam. All of what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> What's your question, Liam? Good timing. Uh, he had a story about um, wanting to... Uh, well, about how you, Tommy, were saying that you didn't like taking damage in games because it feels like you failed. Mm. Uh, he got into Magic the Gathering and it changed his perspective on things because he now views everything as a resource to be used outside of mission objectives. So weapons, times, potions and life are all now to be used to complete the levels. And I think that's really interesting because I, I, I'm very, I realized I'm very similar to you in the way that I never use anything if I can avoid it. I try to avoid getting hit. Like if I finish an RPG, right. I will have 100 potions oh, really? left. Oh, interesting. Because I wanted to avoid using them. Right. My, I mean, my thing, yeah, to, for anyone who didn't hear that 
when I said that on that episode. Specifically, my thing was why I found it difficult to get into turn-based stuff. Yeah. Because you have to take damage. Yes. You can't dodge it. A round comes where you just have to take a hit. And it's frustrating because it feels like a failing. And it took me... My specific example was... um, the Mario Rabbids game, yeah, and in that you you don't you can't get potions. There's no there's yeah. no healing, and I mean some people in your team can heal you, but yeah, yeah, it it yeah. But no, I'm a I'm a huge like, I'm a I'm I'm I use that stuff all the time when I have it, but I'm also very bad at those games in forgetting to go to the shop or whatever and light right. up. So I'm constantly in things where I'm like. Oh, I fucked this. I've got two little potion things. Yeah, right. And then I go back in again without remembering to have gone and actually loaded up on them. Like, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. kind of forget that they exist right. in those games. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just have, I think, I think what is the more common uh, attitude, which is just like, yeah, like get hit, get a, have a potion. Bal- yeah. It's all about balancing, you know, what you collect versus what you use. And I like collecting shit in games. Like I don't, like... I don't really understand that problem with Assassin's Creed where people were like, it's a collectathon, it's just 100 feathers. It's like, that's I'll, that's fun. I like to do that. But if it's 100 boring feathers, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, and I think that's part of the problem is I have the same thing where I want to have the 100 feathers, mm. but if it's a fucking chore to get them, right. then that's a shame. I just, yeah, I think like the, the way I play games, when I'm really playing them is like, go to every corner of every room, collect everything, get it all. I mean, yeah, that's those all. collecting... Collecting things—that's that's why they're all there—is to get you to see. Yeah. I mean, that's all the moons that are hidden in Mario Odyssey. It's it's they're there to get you to to get you to see exactly. every little crack of yeah. this this little level that they've designed. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. Yeah. I. I'm. Yeah. I mean, it is a good feel when I when you do remember and you. There's nothing like stocking up in a mm. game like that Ooh, before yeah. you go into a a big battle or whatever. And just I just feel so absolutely. Si- yeah. When you finish something and you're like, okay, well, I. Never used any of the stuff that I had. Yeah, I made it harder for myself just because I was saving it for a rainy day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, and then when the rainy day came, I went, "No, it might rain tomorrow." <laughs> yeah, which yeah. is probably just a bad psychological way to behave. Yeah, or yeah. good, kind of, not I'm, living paycheck to paycheck. Right, yeah, I'm which so is <laughs> I, I, I'm bad at save. I just you know I live for the moment, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if that moment involves collecting feathers from every corner of every room. Fuck yeah. I do have a bit of the moment in, in Assassin's Creed Caraway. Oh. <laughs> I do that in games where like early on, if you can buy stuff in there, yeah. I kind of get freaked out and go, oh, what if I need this money for something like <laughs> yeah. actually important to the game in the next little bit? I'd yeah, better, yeah, yeah. It's often halfway between in a game where I go, I feel pretty safe spending this money now. Right. I, can, I can lash out without kind of feeling like I've hindered myself in any way. Yeah. I can buy some stickers to put in my Odyssey. Oh man, the best. Yeah. Buying your little toys for the Odyssey. Um, well, I reckon we should wrap this up for another week. Yeah. Sure. What do you say, boyos? Yeah, no, no more questions. There's a couple more questions, but we could save them if we're out of time or go through them quickly now. What do we want to do? Let's, Let's go through them, baby. Go through them, get yeah. them out there, flush them out. Potions for a rainy day? No. No, I say use them. Live in the moment. Use them all, all right. All right. <laughs> I'll use one. <laughs> um, we've got two, two more that I'm going to read out here. It's this one's either from uh, Alex or James, because both of those names are here. Uh, there's basically a story about playing Dishonored 2 and uh, Alex or James was wondering uh, what our thoughts were on linearity as opposed to freedom in games in general which are uh, it's like it's horses for courses Uncharted is fantastic and linear and Far Cry 4 is fantastic and open but like, you know I've been yeah. finding I get a lot more intimidated I'm much more likely to if a game is linear these days go yeah. 
I will play this because I know it will end. For right. so, and for something like, I think specifically the position that the, th- the three of us are in, where mm. we're kind of trying to play as much as we can yes. talk about on the show, nothing better than something where it's just like, it's just all there. Yeah. You yeah. just sit down and put the time in and you're just going to get through it and well, then yeah. you'll be done. And you haven't played Skyrim recently. Like the amount of fucking bugs and bullshit that happen in mm-hmm. games that are open yeah. doesn't really exist often in more linear games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which uh, like a really high quality linear game would generally beat out a high quality open game yeah. for me. Yeah. 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 That's um, fair. I also think no. we're at a point now with open stuff where the... The bar is just so tremendously high. There's just these like new heights every time of like yeah. the scale and the world building that, you know, are we close to being a bit fatigued by all that? I'm not. I, I, I know, like I agree with your um, perspective on linear games. Mm. However, I just love open world games. I love No Man's Sky. I still yeah. love it. But I also like like the very contained... Uh, and short experience of Firewatch. Like, uh, mm. I don't know. But yeah. I, I, I just fucking yeah. love I, open world games. It's what I always wanted games to be. Yeah, right. I just very quickly these days get to a point where if a game is open I, and, like, doesn't have a good justification for it or a good way of getting you to the next cool thing to see, yes. Yes. then I very quickly go, okay, well, fuck you. Right. I'm not running around your bloody hoops <laughs> I mean, or jumping the through them cool. or whatever you had to do with hoops. That was the thing that I think is a very cool and I, I guess kind of different to a lot of other open world things with, with Breath of the Wild where you've always got this castle in the centre that you can see from a large portion of the world and it's got all the swirling shit around it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You've always got this thing there reminding you of like, oh yeah, that's what I'm doing here. That's, right. That castle's fucked. Sure. And the ultimate aim is get in there and kill that guy. Yeah. Whereas sometimes you get, if you're just running around doing all these quests, it, you kind of get... Without having that solid anchor, that's kind of I thought that was that's maybe the neatest design thing of it. The fact that there's yeah. this grounding thing right in the middle of the world, kind of always reminding you what you're doing. Totally. Right. I, I I kind of not resent it, but I'm like I I kind of don't want to finish that game. I'm I'm I've gone to the castle. I'm gonna finish it, but I yeah. just loved how how free it was. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a good example of that and I think there for everyone that is like that there are 10 games where it's like you made this open world and it didn't need to be like LA Noir or sure, something. Sure. Yeah. And it's very rarely that you will say of a linear game you're just being linear for the sake of being linear, you know? <laughs> there are other criticisms <laughs> yeah. where you can say yeah. I didn't really have any choice in what I was doing and I was pushing forward the whole time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Time, yeah. I mean yeah. two of the most fun experiences of gaming I've had this year have been Breath of the Wild and then Sonic Mania, which is just as linear as they come. And I just liked that I knocked it off in a few days, just sat down, played through some fun levels and was like, that was fucking great. My favourite thing, fun levels. (laughs) I love them. (laughs) You are just riding my ass tonight, buddy. I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying I like fun levels. Uh, One more question from Stu. Uh, It's a pretty broad question. What are your thoughts on Humble Bundle slash Steam sales, i.e. super low prices for PC games. Yeah. Uh, I hear some people think the prices are too low and make game development unsustainable. So it's about video game pricing, if anything. Which yeah. yeah, it seemed like a weird question to begin with. It's like, hey, what are your, what are your controversial takes on stuff not costing much? <laughs> yeah. But, like, I'm going to say pretty good. A lot yeah. of like video games being as cheap as they are, which they are cheap for what they are and how much they cost mm. to make a lot of the time, is why we're seeing all this microtransaction stuff. Uh, no, it's not. 
I, the games no, that right. we're having issues with Dr. having micro... economy over here is going to school... <laughs> oh, the games where, that we have issues with microtransactions yeah. in are games that are being put out put out by publishers that are making billions of dollars a year. Right, but it's the same stuff as like the season passes and all that stuff of they just want to make more money off of the one game, I suppose. Yeah. Which... But, I, like, but you do see stuff of like even quite successful indie games that sold for relatively little... Uh, or for little money for yeah. five bucks each or whatever I the people say, who make them don't get a huge amount of money sure well that's the that's a completely different yes like I'm, I'm I'm yeah that's that's fair yeah but dice aren't struggling well I I don't know if that's I mean yes EA has a lot of money but the amount of money it fucking costs to it's, I, I it's, mean it's a wrong I've, I've I looked this up over the past couple of days because yeah. I'm really interested in this weird thing that's happening in gaming EA, um, not like it's not just their turnover. Like their their profits are in the literal billions. Like pure profits, post marketing, post wages. They're making literally billions of dollars. And then there's heaps of shit where you can like people don't get paid enough to make games. But then uh, that's that's about the the way a business is. Yeah, exactly. Like it's 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 a wrongheaded business thing to think that your m- huge marketing budget that you probably didn't need is in some way an element of what the cost of that game needs to recoup. Or like, yeah. it's the same with movies when you, there can be this movie that makes $125 million and is a fucking disappointment. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. Or like, a, it was like Tomb Raider or something. I can't remember what it was. Something sold a million copies and they were like, it oh. was It was Tomb Raider, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah right. But good. then on the other hand, I'm very sceptical or suspicious of these humble bundle things because how is anyone making money out of that? Mm. That seems ridiculously lowly. Does it just like does it just happen at a point where you know they're just going? Let's be realistic. It's been out for a little while now. We've made all the money that we've made all the big money that we're going to make from sure, this. Sure, sure. This now is just like look. You know what? Everyone's circumstances are different. Yeah. If we get this out, and you know, maybe it's a bit of like, look, people get this one for free. Or for whatever, $2, and they hadn't played it before. Hopefully they love it and they become invested in us in a company and then the next yeah. thing that they, we do, yep. they love us now and so day one they'll jump on it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess that's probably the thinking. And I reckon like the Humble Bundle like service would have a, a pretty massive email database so it's yeah. almost like free marketing. They yeah. do a lot of stuff for charity too. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. Donate the money that you spend. I yeah. will say, I, I think there's a very fine line between like – yeah, what is the perfect price? Like, what's a good deal? Two ninety nine. Like, <laughs> what's a good discount and a good deal versus? And I reckon we all would have been guilty of this. Mm. If I've bought many, many things because they're cheap, and then they were, I've never ended up playing them. Yeah, because yeah. they were so cheap yeah. that it's easy to forget about. It. If you go to a yeah. shop and you spend eighty bucks on something day one, oh, yeah. you're gonna play a lot of it because you're invested and yeah. it's something that just chat like. I have so many things sitting around that I bought because they were. Oh, I was wanting to play that yeah. five bucks, but there's no, there's no reason to care. We like, um we discussed this in our Patreon Facebook group actually, like within the past couple of days, mm. um, kind of fruitera style. <laughs> it's just so passionate. Matter of fact, yeah. <laughs> but like you're delivering bad news to a bereaved family. <laughs> <laughs> Your husband's only going to last a couple of days. Come the fruiter, come the fruiter, wrap it up. Um, but people are posting their Steam libraries and the percentage of games they'd actually played. Right, I've only played 41 percent of games that wow. I own on Steam, and I own 150 games. Yeah, but um, yeah, definitely, that's that's definitely something that happens. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It's it's hard to say how much it should cost and how much. 
poor business shit can make it seem like you're not selling a bunch of copy. Like, yeah. Well, as we all yeah. know from doing uh, comedy, specifically shows in comedy festivals. Yeah. And I, like, you know, we all know people that work in uh, information, the information booth of the comedy festival, yeah. where people come to ask for recommendations. Yeah. And I've heard it said a lot that if it's, you know, there's a thinking that like, oh, if, you know. If I make my show really cheap, I'm being competitive. Like more people are going to come because it's cheap. And I've yeah. heard many stories of a punter being told, "Go to this," and they look at it and they go, mm, ten bucks." Yeah, this guy must be shit if he's charging this much. Totally. So, it, you know, you see it in action. Like, yeah. it, it's it's a bit of an assumption, and I kind of have it with games a bit too. It's like it's two bucks. Like, yeah, this can't be good. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. I don't know, but also like. But yeah, I mean, it's easy to forget that you know everyone's circumstances are different, and I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who just you know can't afford to play everything at full price, and so yeah. if it means that, oh fucking you know, completely, some yeah. people get to play it because it's finally three bucks, then that's great, and totally. you know, people like us get it and forget to play it. Like, don't think that's a reason for it to not exist. Like, yeah. yeah, and I think I'm sure someone will point this out to us if we don't mention it. I believe that there are there have been studies on kind of like pay what you want, and that leading to more revenue. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that is, yeah, definitely something that I've I've heard. Yeah. In some situations, but then that depends so much on different elements of like sure, where yeah. it's and and yeah, I don't yeah. know, man. Money is fucking confusing. Yeah. And we should all just you know let go of it. Get out there on the road. Fucking take some heroin. Oh, baby. Here and just Kerouac this shit up, man. <laughs> and there's a hundred feathers out here somewhere. <laughs> and one of them's behind my malaise. Yep. One of them's underneath a black dog. Oh, baby. Now, uh, yeah, so to go on the record and, and with a finality to this discussion, I want to okay. say that I, microtransactions are, uh, transactions are bad. They're disgusting. They're horrendous. I love Star Wars Battlefront 2 and I've been playing it so much and I just I really think everyone should play it. But yeah, genuinely I have been playing it a lot more. Yep. I've been playing a lot of the multiplayer which I generally don't like, but yep. I've been loving that. Yeah. I love the just the situations it puts you in, the big galactic assaults, the starfighter stuff, but also yeah, the ground missions, playing with a team of random people going from objective to objective. Yeah. In a Star Wars world. It's a fun game. It's a fun game. Yeah. I like it a lot. Cool. I've been playing and it a lot. And it's got Deliberately fucking predatory yes. uh, gambling <laughs> bullshit in it. Yes. Yeah. The world's weird, man. Yeah. Money. The the almighty dollar. Oh, hell yeah. That's what I call it. Mm. Uh, please, uh, we're on patreon.com slash <laughs> filthy casuals uh, yes. podcast. Well, I think so. wrap this up <clears throat> for another week because yeah. we have to do another one of these. Which, <laughs> yeah. if you're a Patreon subscriber, you will be getting what? You'll have gotten it? You'll you'll be it. Uh, it'll be the same day. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Today. Whatever uh, today is. So, <laughs> yes. Our Sydney show December the 16th Cake Wines in Sydney we're really looking forward to that it's yes. going to be heaps it's of fun it's a daytime show yeah it's going to be great yep. uh, that's happening in the afternoon and then mm. Knox and I are both doing stand up at the comedy store afterwards mm. if you want to get a ticket to that and come down great lineup. Uh, uh, I'm not interested <laughs> okay cool go jack your little dick in your fucking flea bit flea ridden motel you got for the night uh, 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 it's actually a five star hotel really no. are you staying at the Hilton no. bro um, that's hot <laughs> And yeah, anyway, me and Knox, I'm with a bunch of people. They're all really good. Uh, so come check those shows out. Uh, yes, our live show in Sydney, December 16. We are on Patreon. If you enjoy getting the show for free and you want to chip mm. in a little bit to support what just we do. Just a micro amount. <laughs> just a, just just a small a transaction. Small, you will funny. unlock some extra content. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get extra content. You get heaps of cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, you go towards us being able to justify the time to make video content. Yeah. Uh, which will be great when that happens. We're rolling and up on that. Yeah, we too. really want to do it. 
Yep. So uh, we'll get we've got, give us money. No. Yeah. Got, no, we've got some cool shit that we are going to do. Yeah, we, we do have well. some plans. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, we've got uh, some kind of poll going out in yep. the next couple of days. I got a poll going out in the next couple of minutes, mate. Hell yes. Uh, people can vote on their game of the year. We'll get that in uh, yeah. at the end of the year. Yes, send us your emails. We always read them and eventually we get round to them on the show. Yes. Even if we do get sidetracked sometimes. All of this stuff you can find at filthycasuals.com.au. Thank you very much for joining us. We'll see you next week. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. Near Automata, I barely know her. <laughs> the, I said it like so happily. <laughs> I was proud. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.